1: This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more.
0: What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. I got a special guest today, Don Zop. Don, what's up? Ah,
1: uh, what's good, baby?
0: How's it going? What are you doing? What's 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 happening in your life? Uh.
1: Everything's cool right now. I'm chilling. I'm currently smoking and drinking a little bit, and uh, I'm out in LA, uh, okay. trying to get some business done.
0: All right, I see you. Could you give us a, like a little background about yourself?
1: It's hard to keep it short, I guess. But uh, <laughs> long story short, my name is Don Zop. Um, half Jamaican, half Italian. I'm from Middletown, Connecticut. Started making music two years ago. My first song is the one that got me, uh, you know, intrigued to, uh, uh, you know, major labels. And I ended up, you know, being on tour with, uh, you know, uh, Pusha T. Yep. From there, you know, just little things kept happening. And, uh, yeah, now I'm out in L.A. And, uh, you know, hoping uh, bigger things happen this year and we get to represent the state the right way, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. How'd you how'd you come up with the name, Don Z.O.P.?
1: It actually came from half Jamaican and half Italian. So uh, oh. my, my grandmother on the Jamaican side used to call me Don growing up. Okay. And um, and Zio is Uncle. And uh, my nickname before rap was Uncle P. That's why all my back test says Uncle P. So oh. I just t- uh, took the Don, the Zio, and uh, Zio uh, an Italian's Uncle. So yeah, okay. so Don, Zio, and P is me. So I just took those three and put them together.
0: Damn, I like it even better now. <laughs> and uh, yo, wait, you only been rapping for two years?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, two years now.
0: What I feel like I've been following you for a minute. Way longer than that.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe it felt like a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. yeah I, well, I knew about you back in your basketball days.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So
0: what? What? How did? Uh, how'd you transition from basketball player to rapper?
1: Yeah, you know, it's actually a, it's a funny transition because yeah. you know people don't tend to take things serious. You know, when you're like, you know, if you're known for doing one thing. Uh, so you know what I did at the time was um. I thought the, the best move I can make when I came out with my first song, um, you know, I, I did a music video for it right away. And since I was, you know, kind of a you know popular guy in my area, you know, I did like a big pool party, yeah. got some people to come out. Um, I paid a, a very good uh, film director, White A Films, who's still my film guy, yeah. um, to do the video. And um, so I think when the video came out and people got to see, like, damn, this is this is a real video? He, like, you know, he put out. And I feel like that kind of changed people's perspective mm-hmm. of how they looked at me a little bit. And then. Um, then, then, you know, they still have non-believers. And then yeah, I sure. think what happened was when major labels started reaching out um, and I signed a deal, I think to a lot of people that kind of like, you know, solidified, like, okay, I just do what does music now. And some people still didn't, you know, Still didn't get on it Some people still thought Like yeah I don't know You know what I'm saying And then you know Other things happened You know uh, Slowly You know Then I did Oakdale And um, then after Oakdale I did Complex Con And after Complex Con I did Hot Jam You know It's the biggest Stage in Connecticut You know Then after Hot Jam You know Then Pusha T Asking to to come on tour You know So Little staples that happened I felt like Just been building up everything And I think right now I'm at a point where people Like you know They get it
0: You know Yeah besides like your music being good, like I already knew that, but like what caught my attention with you was like your marketing tactics, and like that's what I think brought you to another level.
1: I appreciate that. I take that yeah. serious. You yeah. know? I think the way you promote yourself is very important. Mm. Um, and people, and I try to preach that to people. Yeah. Um, a lot of people make music, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, and I say this a lot of times. I don't, I don't think I'm the best artist in the state. Mm-hmm. I think I'm at where I'm at is because I know how to. You know, sell who I am, um, exactly. and I'm not. I'm not selling nothing fake. Yeah. You know what I talk. What I talk about is me. uh You know, and uh, you know, I feel like people feel that. So yeah. you know, showing people that though people that don't that don't know you, mm-hmm. you got to show them who you are. So I feel like you know, with my Instagram, I do a, a great job of just showing who I am to people, and uh, it's easy for people to buy in.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean. Me and you, I mean, I've known you for a couple, I mean, maybe like four or five years, but obviously before you were a rapper and stuff, and you've been real with me since since day one, so that's why we're doing this interview right now. From
1: day one, dog, yeah. you, know you know what I'm saying? I respond to DMs. Yeah. Like people, yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny, I get random DMs from people like, yeah, you're in Hollywood now. You know, yeah. you don't DM nobody back. And it's like, the people that say that, like, yo, these are people I've never even yeah. met before that I don't even know. Yeah. That uh. Nah, that, send, them,
0: uh, send them to me, I'll they, tell them what's good. Huh? I said send them to me, I'll tell them what's good I'll tell them you're, you're really
1: <laughs> <laughs> Word, you know what I'm saying So you know, it's like, you know And, it, and it's not, and, it, and don't get it twisted. I respond to people I also don't know that are yeah. Saying, you know, positive things You know, like people that, that mess with the music People that, you know, that have good things to say But you're DMing me about, you know, some You know, hey, y'all used to get on my track um, I think yeah, we'll yeah. make a great song together You know, like, that's not a genuine DM. You're asking me to get on your track because, you know, you think I'm lit now. You're not asking me because you really want to make a song with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I get it. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, yeah, it's just like, yeah, there's pros and cons to everything. And just like, you know, people just don't even, like, I've been noticing just in general, just people just don't even know how to, like, write a correct message to people if you want to get their attention the right way. Oh. They, don't even, they send the most simplest joint. Yeah, like if you say response. yo, yeah, like you just said, like yo, let me get on a track. Like that's not even genuine.
1: Yeah, like you could have gave me a whole story yeah. as, about something and I might have and I might have I might have responded to that. Yeah. You know, you could've gave me a whole whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yo, get on my track, man. I I I think I'm the hottest dude in the state you should work with me. Like that's not a way you introduce
0: yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like even like this girl DM me and she was like, Oh my god, like I saw you working with like all these WMB players, blah blah, it's so awesome, like I wanna know about like social media marketing, could you like help me out, blah blah. blah. I'm like I'm like, who the hell am I? I'm like, I oh, yeah I'm like I'm gonna jump I was like, Yeah, I'll jump on the phone with you, whatever, I don't care, that's cool. Whatever. That was like genuine. Like it wasn't like yo, yo, Paul, like give me some free shit. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Exactly, big difference, yeah, you know. Yeah. Going back to, so I think, yeah. So your hit song was was, was "Dunk on Your Bitch," right? Yeah, that
1: was a song <laughs> locally that did great for me, and uh, I think that's the one that caught the most attention from people and um, from labels. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't really have no. I, I wouldn't say I have any hit records because okay. to me, a hit record is when the whole world knows you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I think I had great local success with with, with "Dunk on Your uh, Dunking Your Bitch." Yeah. And then, you know, just following it up with other songs that I put out that people could ride to, like 6-4, Cowabunga, Switch, yeah. you know, so I think I think uh, people kind of gravitated more towards, because it's a different style, you know, like right now what's really popular is trap, trap music and trap beats and 808s banging mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you know, my music isn't that's, is nowhere near that, you know, my music isn't talking about no hood stuff I'm not talking about killing and selling drugs um you know I I don't come from that I come from an area that's uh suburban and you know growing up you know I hung out with white kids and black kids and um you know all we used to do was really party and fuck girls and you know have a little fun get drunk do drugs whatever so like that's what I come from so when I started making music you know I wanted to make music that related to me and my life and the kids that are from you know you know, from whatever, any area. I don't care if you're from a suburb city, wherever. Just yeah. people that want to have fun, and so that's who I'm kind of making music for. People that just live their life every day and have fun, because that's how I feel every day. I, I don't have any mad days. I wake up. I don't have any bad days. I literally wake up happy every single day, and I'm excited about you know trying to get to the next step in life every day. So those are the people I make music for. So my beats are a little untraditional you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying um I like to compare a lot of our beats to and not to compare it to Neptune's I'm not trying to say you know Neptune's is a huge you know huge you know group you know Pharrell and Chad but but I feel like you know we make awkward beats like how they started when they when they were making beats and I feel like we choose a certain kind of sound that we uh that we uh you know live by and you know people aren't going to get it at first but I feel like the more you know they get into you they'll understand it you know
0: yeah for sure and let's let's uh jump into your unique rock star style how do you actually (laughs) you describe it for me
1: uh yeah uh it's hard to describe um I kinda just I I just got a a bunch of weird clothes see what everybody tries to do when like you know oh he's a rapper you got to wear Gucci you got to wear Louis Vuitton if if you're really (laughs) successful you know what I'm saying and um a lot of my guys, that a lot of my idols that I look after, you know, like Machine Gun Kelly being one, uh, Wiz Khalifa being one. You know, a lot of those guys, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying they're not rich. Yeah, they're rich, but you know, Machine Gun Kelly doesn't. You know, you don't see him in, uh, you know, in, in designer clothes all the time. You know, he's yeah. always in, and not that he's not wearing designer, but he's not wearing the designer that everybody, you know, is branded to look rich. You know, he's wearing, you know, specific designers that make their own one on one pieces that are unique and different and so you know when I got into this even before music you know I used to always like make my own clothes like drawing stuff Mm -hmm. and and you know so when I started doing you know uh this stuff um really I just took that and it kind of elevated it and uh you know so I just kind of mixed pieces together sometimes that really shouldn't go together um you know so like that that's more like a where I I get my style from it's just a kind of an unorthodox way to to put some pieces together I guess and uh and I get, you know, and then, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't necessarily think it's Rockstar, but people think it's Rockstar, so I just roll with it, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure. And uh what's your, isn't your group's called Young Tatted Homies? Yes,
1: yeah, so I represent, so sure. I'm Dawsey OP, and then, yeah. you know, the people I represent is the Young Tatted Homies, and um, it's not specifically, it's not like a group, yeah. it's Young Tatted Homies is every single body in the world who who feels like they are a part of the Young Tatted Homies. So, um, you know, I feel like people think they need, they need tattoos to be a part of the Young Tatted Homies, and that's not true. Yeah. Uh, Young Tatted Homies has a deeper meaning behind it. And it's, uh, the meaning behind Young Tatted Homies is, uh, you know, it's really a group of people that, that got a permanent goal in mind. And, you know, um, and so, like, that's how it started off with me and my, my boys, you know, me and my producers, my video guy, my brother, my photographers, you know all of us were just a group of dudes that just wanted the same goal. You know, we're all in different lanes, but we wanted the same goal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're all chasing success. And um, and just to, you know, be bigger, you know, learn and, and be bigger every day. So that's what the Young tattoo Homies stand for. So tattoos are a permanent thing. Yeah. So, you know, that's where the permanence comes from uh, as, as of us being a group. So that's what it really stands for.
0: Gotcha. That's deep. And uh, how, how many tattoos do you have?
1: But I lost count after like 75. I don't I
0: had know. A, I had to ask just to see if you knew.
1: Nah, if we can find a girl that wants to come, like, come on, like, I'll, I'll give her
0: $100. <laughs> You're sick. Oh, my God. And then, like, how did uh your record label, like, find you, or did you have, like, a couple of deals on the table and you just had to make the decision? Uh, actually,
1: just kind of crazy. I was, um, I was leaving work. It was two oh five. I never forget. It was two oh five. Where were you working now? I, I was working at a group home. Okay. Um, and I just left my group home job. Long ass day where I get up at five in the morning to go to work, and uh, I got off at two oh five. I just jumped in my car and I was playing one of my songs at the time called "Real One." It's kind of already like a sad song, yeah. and I was like low key already. I had like a tear in my eye when I was listening to it, and then I got a phone call from my DJ, and he was like, "Yo." He said, yo, yo, uh, you, um, uh, Steven Victor, um, a guy named Kev just called me. He said, Steven Victor wants to meet with you. Um, and I'm, I don't know who, who that is at the time. So I'm like, all right, cool. So um, um, I was like, w- like, who is that? And he's like, yeah, he, he works at Universal Music Group. I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's like, no, no, for real. He works at Republic Records. He wants you to come down to New York right now and meet me. And I was about to hang up the phone with him. I said, shut up. And I was about to hang up. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, 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 no. I, I'm like, dead serious. Like, they want, they want you to come right now. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, got to go so i'm yeah. like are you serious and so he's like yeah i'll be at house in an hour so he came and got me we went to new york and uh that's when i found out who, who steven victor really was kind of yeah. and uh that's how the first uh you know offer came on the table
0: gotcha how, how'd they find you
1: oh, oh uh so there's a guy named cat who's now actually my manager yeah um he was he was trying to become um a and r the label mm-hmm. and so he was just showing like uh steven victor some artists he showed him. He um, showed him. I guess uh, a couple people that he knew. Of, you know, a couple artists that he, he was like looking out from like Florida. Just people he found on, on online. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess he showed him a couple Connecticut artists. And then uh, I guess what happened was, Stephen Victor took him into the hallway and said, uh, "Yo, Kev, you know, um, you know, how are you trying to become an A and R? You're not really showing me anybody, uh, you know, that that we, you know, that we like." And he, you know, I guess Kev was like, "Hold on, hold on, all right, I got one more for you." And he went back into the room, and I was the very last person he showed. And he said, Stephen Victor ran the song back 10 times. And then uh, and that's when he said, yo, where's this kid from? He said, Connecticut. He said, call him and tell him to come right now. And Kev went to high school with my DJ. So he DMed my DJ and got his number and called him and told him everything.
0: Gotcha. This, this has been a current theme of all these podcasts I've been doing. It's all about networking. Yep. And uh, how did the, how'd the push, a thing, T, push a T thing come about? How did you get uh, caught up with him and uh, get on tour with him and stuff like that?
1: Funny part is, um, I had a song uh, that I had um, sent Steven Victor when he was in LA, and he was actually in the studio with Tiger. He was showing Tiger some of my records. He showed him like Dunkin' a Bitch," and uh, he had uh, they had hit me up and said Tiger liked Dunkin' a Bitch." And um, so, uh, long story short, I guess they were doing like a big meeting with just some label people and some some artists. And Push T happened to be one of the artists in the room with Tiger. And uh, I guess they're just playing some songs, and uh, he played them the song that I had just recently sent. And uh, they said Pusha T liked it a lot. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? So they yeah. said... I thought they were joking when they said he was going to get on it. And then uh, I got a FaceTime call about three months later. I was leaving a club with my DJ. And uh, Stephen Victor was FaceTiming me. And he, like, never really FaceTimes people too much. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. So I picked up right away. I'm drunk as hell. <laughs> when I when I picked up, Pusha T was on the phone. And I, I can't even remember what I said that day. I was just so fucked up. But we were just... We I was just going crazy, yeah. and uh, and, and and he had just sent me the version that he had on the song with me, and uh we had just heard it, and that's why we were going crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? So, and so when he sent that, I was like, damn, that's that's kind of crazy. And then so long story short, after that, um, he, he got on his big tour tour and um recently, and um, um, sheck West was was supposed to be on it in Boston. Mm-hmm. And I guess they canceled because he had a bigger show in Harlem that he did with ASAP Rocky. And so when he canceled, uh, they had gave me a call and said, hey, um, there's an opening spot on um, Pusha T's um, for the Boston show. And they asked me to come do it. So I said, like, hell yeah. So I went up there to House of Blues and did that. And um, his road manager actually um, loved how we opened up, uh, just the energy we had and um, how we got the crowd to you know be engaged. Yeah. And so um, you know, then they asked us to go to Virginia. So we went to Virginia. And then from Virginia, they asked us to go to L.A., so we performed performing twice out in L.A. with him. And, uh, yeah, that's how the whole tour, like, came about.
0: That's crazy. And then and now you just recently got on his, uh, I guess you'd say, sort of collaboration <laughs> album.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he did, like, a project with uh, Tequila 1800. Yeah. And um, he had, uh, he signed me, you know, he, he signed me up for it. Uh, so it's, like, a little sponsorship right now that we're just doing with a Tequila. And uh, so they dropped an um, album that we made out here in L.A., uh, that he's just, like, promoting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, And so, you were on
0: a commercial, right?
1: Uh-huh?
0: You were on a commercial, too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they had a commercial that they put on TV, it was, like, at the halftime of the NBA games, during the Christmas games. Yeah. That was pretty crazy to yeah. see, like, on national TV, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's kind of Is, nice. Are like... you guys, are you guys doing, like, a mini tour for that?
1: Um, no, no, that would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> we should talk to him about it, yeah. but no, uh, <laughs> I think just uh part of the deal was just you know put an album out um you know they've been promoting it well yeah. and um you know just really just you know for the people that i mean besides me like i already had met push t before that but yeah. for the people that haven't met him you know it's just a good experience to be in a studio with a guy like push t for other people you know
0: yeah yeah for sure and what uh what upcoming uh songs or albums do you have for this year i
1: got my first ep coming out okay. um it's gonna be called lover boy and um i don't know a date yet hopefully you know i wanted to i wanted to come out on valentine's day so that's the day we're trying to get it to come out on
0: okay yeah perfect um, it's marketing got again to do with
1: love <laughs>
0: gotcha and you know, uh,
1: lover boy is more of uh you know because people ask me about the title like you know is it about love or is it about heartbreak and it's you know it's about neither it's about you know lover boy is who i am yeah. um and it's just you know the lifestyle that I live. So sometimes it's you know when I'm up and down with you know women that that are in my life. You know sometimes when things are going great with girls, and sometimes you know the situations where you know some people get mad about you know the way I live. You know, you know, you know I just have sex with a lot of women, and I'm very cool with a lot of girls. And you know sometimes that becomes an issue. But you know, but I got love for all of them. So you know, it's it becomes a very Smoky picture, you know, you know when you're dealing with, uh, you know, that that many people.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. What's your uh, what's your goals for 2019?
1: My goals for 2019 is to uh, you know make a bigger step in my career career than uh, than 2018. So you know, just to keep moving up. You know, um, yeah. you know everybody can say the cliche answer. Yo, I want to hit record. Yeah, hey, I want to yeah. do more. You know, and uh, I don't. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I don't want that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, uh, I just want gradual growth. Yeah. You know
0: yeah yeah for sure you ready for some fun questions yes sir so what's uh something that people don't know about don zop
1: something that they don't know yeah Whew. <laughs> i don't like using condoms <laughs> oh my
0: god well that's that's gonna get you in trouble
1: <laughs> <laughs> only only got one only got
0: one. Oh man what about uh you still you still hoop I haven't
1: played basketball in so long, man. Um, yeah, I, I would. I, I, I still. I, I'll bust a rapper's ass, but I know yeah. rappers ain't good. Uh, but yeah, I I'm, sure, defense, I'm sure you're you
0: gonna know? get. You're gonna get some challenges in the future once I figure it out. Yeah,
1: that's what I need. I need them. You know, I need. To, I want Chris Brown when on one. Like, that's what I want to call out. You know, I want Chris Brown.
0: All right, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That could be a cool little. Uh, they you get some sponsorship deals right there with that. Uh, exactly. <laughs> And, uh, what about, what What do you like to do in your free time when you're not rapping? Well, actually, I know what you're going to say, probably.
1: What, I have sex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I wasn't going to say that, but that's a dope one, too. Um, <laughs> uh, nah, uh, I, honestly, in my, in my free time when I'm not rapping, um,
0: yeah.
1: I would say usually, uh, I like to, uh, I like to sit down and watch interviews all day. Okay, yeah. Um i literally do that a lot I watch a lot of random interviews um, of random artists from random genres yeah. and just just soak up different information
0: only like um, only musicians or everything no
1: no everybody no no no, no outside, i was like literally artists like um like like people that paint um yeah okay business, um business people um what's this oh, this is cool one i watched recently of uh what's this dude's name uh, I, I, I'm gonna forget his name right now. I don't want to say it. Uh, but but uh, yeah, I like to watch just different people. You know, yeah. just people that, that have been successful with business. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like for Denzel sure. Washington's actually. Uh, you know, I watched uh, a lot of his interviews, and he's just a very smart guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You gotta you gotta check out the ones with uh, A Rod did with Barcel. Oh, uh, see, I never,
1: I never even seen A Rod interview. Yeah, he
0: he just he just did one with Kobe. It's really good. Oh, for real? Yeah, like Kobe. You know, Kobe doesn't really do interviews either, so that's why it was like really yeah. good.
1: Uh, yeah, I might have to go check that out yeah
0: for sure well I already know you're gonna go far in your career I could just tell just by even just talking to you and uh <clears throat> you're already like on the cusp of doing great things so I appreciate you coming on the show
1: uh, I appreciate you guys man this is a dope platform to be on yeah
0: for sure and uh where, where can people follow you on uh social media
1: everything on social media is uh don z-o-p d-o-n z-i-o-p and uh well I guess really just on uh, Instagram I don't got Twitter and any other stuff
0: Gotcha. Well, thanks for coming on.
1: Appreciate you, boss. Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and L01 Series compact tractors, part of our under-100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, and Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer.
0: Visit GoKubota.com for a dealer near you.